재미와 지식의 오디오라이프 팝빵 Excerpt there from Crying Nuts Mal Tarija. The band is considered one of the first bands in the Korean indie music scene. That's where we're heading now on Koreascape. We're not a music show per se, but every now and then we dip our toes in music. Today we are dedicating the rest of this program, meaning the segment Theory in Korea, to some Korean music. Not K pop, not traditional sounds like Pansori or Kayagum, which we do plenty of, but really we're looking at the up and coming indie scene. And to paint a little bit of a broader picture of that, we've got a couple of guests with us. I'm joined first by Cho Jae-yoo. He's the host of an indie radio program called Rato's Band Music. And a little while from now, we'll get Lovex Stereo lead vocalist slash keyboard and synth player Annie Ko on the phone. It'll be great to hear from her. But let's start with Cho Jae-yoo. Jae-yoo, welcome. Uh, hello. Great to have you here. Uh, tell me a little bit about your show. I haven't heard it before. Lato's band music, that's named after, obviously, a band. Uh, yes. Uh, it's, um, there's a band named Red Wimps, and Lato means Red Wimps, and I'm a big fan of the band. Okay. And uh, Lato's band, band music is, um, there's no such a big mean. Yeah. And you are, uh, you distribute your program through an independent platform. You're not yeah. uh, on some big network anywhere. Yes. You yourself are a bit of an indie kind of personality yourself, yes. right? It's via mobile application. Yes. And people can listen to you. And your main interest is indie music, of course. Uh, how long have you been following indie music? Uh, I, have, I have been listening to indie music uh, when I was in middle school. Uh, Middle school, which is, you're a young guy. That's prob- that's not too long ago. Almost more than 10 years. Okay. <laughs> All right. And um, how do you personally define indie music? There's a certain line of success that okay. once you cross it or once you become too mainstream, you're no longer really that indie anymore, are you? Mm-hmm. So what, what, how do you kind of define indie? Uh, actually, it's um, kind of very hard to define what indie music is today. Uh, recently, the critics even tend to define indie music as for the musicians like Chip Senchi, who are doing acoustic music. Sure. But however, indie music is not about the genre. Uh, the definition of indie music came from independent music of production, uh, which means uh, not being limited from capitalism and mass media. Yeah. And I would think the number one factor in indie music is that you don't have some mega corporation or mm-hmm. some mega representative of talent kind of breathing down your neck. Mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, if you wave a flag of a certain place, you know, you don't have to suddenly go and make an apology on, yeah. on, on video. Uh, you know, you can do what you want. And the message of your song is pretty much what you want it to be, right? Right. So there's a high level of independence of thought in the music and a high level of independence of voice. You can say what you want. You're not necessarily plugging into these sort of bubblegum themes and so on. You you might say indie is kind of anti-K-pop or opposite of K-pop in a way. Uh, the, that's right. But um, indie music is um, every, mu- every music uh, which about... Mm, 
independent mm-hmm. and uh, that's that's right too yeah it's a different it's a different kind of zone of self-expression um i, I we met an independent band months and months ago on this program mm-hmm. and they said uh the number one most important thing to us is not necessarily a big contract or you know to make a lot of money or to be in 20 different commercials uh, but rather just to be ourselves mm-hmm, yes. that sounds like the most important thing. yes do you try to promote korean acts uh, on your radio program especially internationally um not yet because actually there's no man no many listeners okay. even in korea even in korea <laughs> yes but so you're basically kind of a podcast mm, uh kind of but yeah. uh i'm in live stream you're alive yes how often do you hit the airwaves is it every day every day from 9 p.m from 9 p.m it's yes. a one-hour show or two uh there's two programs in my radio station okay uh, two hours for two hours for me and two hours for other dj excellent and uh so these days uh you've been doing it for how long the show oh uh, i have been doing this show for uh five years five years yes. that's a fair amount of time yes fair amount of change has happened what have you uh what, what's changed about your show and about your content since when you first started um there wasn't uh, an application but now i'm uh, i have infra system which which means application so the technology of how you produce yourself yes. has changed a lot yes. but in terms of the what you present um the indie music that you kind of cover and share with people how oh, has okay. the indie music changed uh when i was started let us spend music at the first time there was no uh other djs but yeah. now we have uh many indie musicians for a dj and they uh host us host their show with you uh yes Oh, so you have uh, some talk with indie musicians on your show. Oh, yes. That and, kind of thing. And there's, there's some programs uh, without me. With, there are some programs without you where you have guest DJs or guest hosts, that kind of thing. That kind of thing. Yes. Yeah, that's kind of a cool format. I'm told we have Annie Ko on the phone from Love X Stereo. Annie, are you there? Hi. Hey. I'm here. It's <laughs> awesome to have you. I'm, I'm really angry at the cold weather and the traffic delays today because I was really <laughs> dying to meet you in person. Yeah, me too. <laughs> I'm kind of a fan, a fanboy. Thank you. <laughs> um, I, I really dig Love X Stereo. Um, you, you've gotten awfully successful, haven't you guys? You, you're going on tour fairly often internationally, aren't you? Um, yeah, but I don't think we're successful yet. <laughs> no. You have bigger <laughs> dreams still. I mean, because you guys have played South by Southwest and things like that, haven't you? Uh-huh. So that's, yes, we that's did. Kind oh, of a big and we're deal. actually performing this year, too. Do you have, um, like, a major record deal yet, or are you still no. indie? I'm still indie. Uh, we're still looking for deals, major deals. How would you categorize your music? Well, um, I think our music is categorized as electro, synth-pop, rock, and... Um, Indie, <laughs> of course. It's kind of dreamlike. I, I really enjoy the, you know, there's not just the, the character of the music, but your vocal quality. We're going to play up a little bit in the background here as we mm-hmm. talk of some of your songs. Um, I'm interested, I'm looking at some of your influences that have been documented in different uh, articles. New Order, Smashing uh-huh. Pumpkins, Nine Inch Nails, The Chemical Brothers. Um, these, are, these are some old school bands. You're a bit <laughs> retro. Yeah, we're, we are very into 90s music, yeah. and um, 
everything that we do is real, somehow related to the 90s. We love that era. Your voice at times has reminded me a little bit of the Sundays, too, you know, that sort of... Oh, I always get that. It's amazing. Yeah. Well, it's like, it's like this sort of kind of angelic uh, thing, you know, going on, uh, almost like a dreamland kind of thing. Ah, thanks. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, what, what do you think, Annie, are some mm-hmm. of the big advantages to uh, being indie, to being an independent band? Well, to be in an independent band is the best thing might be, um, well, being independent, we can do whatever we want. It's And we can produce whatever we want, however we want, and whenever we want. So we don't have any, like, major corporate or somebody on my on our back. Right. You know, pinpointing, like, do this, do that. And especially for us, it's pretty liberating because all of our lyrics are mostly in English so you know if we're in a Korean label or something probably the people might say you know write lyrics in Korean but we don't have that you know we always have control of our music so that's that's good I think. Do you have a kind of a target audience in mind or do you purely just operate out of uh, artistic inspiration? Um well, we do actually have a target audience. Our our major goal is to actually get outside of Korea. So our target audience might be, you know, the people in the <laughs> it's weird, but people in the states or in Europe who are whoever, you know, people who are English-based countries. So So you aim to be a global indie band that just happens to have Korean origins. Yes. So we're kind of in a very weird position, I think. <laughs> <laughs> but you guys are doing okay right now. It's not like you're, you know, hand-to-mouth struggling kind of thing. You're doing okay. You're not, like, uh, obviously uh, wildly successful and rich band yet. But you're, 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 your level of success is sort of um, livable, isn't it? Um, I don't know. <laughs> I can't determine livable right now. <laughs> okay. I mean... I heard like every other um, indie artist are kind of struggling. I mean, ha- having uh, struggles between you know balancing life and life as a musician and the life as is, you know somebody else doing. Well, work. let me ask you: Do you have an alter identity? I mean, uh, is is indie music now fully your day job, or do you have a double identity in some way that you go to some other workplace? Well, I used to have a job. Me and Toby used to have jobs, like, yeah, like full-time jobs. I used to work as a, um, I used to work for Soul Magazine as a producer. Okay. And um, Toby worked at a um, instrument shop, so we worked for full-time, and then we quit our jobs on in 2013 because we wanted a tour. And after that, we're sort of like a you know, full-time musician, but it's kind of hard to maintain life, really. <laughs> yeah, of course, of course, to spread yourself very thin like that. Mm-hmm. Stay on the line, Annie. I'm going to turn to Ju here. Um, uh, as a somebody who's um, got your cred in, in indie music and that people listen to, how do you feel about K-pop, about the K-pop industrial complex? Oh, I also respect K-pop, and I love either stars, but... Um, it's kind of hard to me. Um, I I believe K-pop and indie music can coexist. Yes, but the people up there, I 
they don't seem so. It's in intensely commercialized music, obviously. Uh, an entire band will be generated and an entire mm -hmm. musical tone will be set based on, you know, uh, what country you're targeting and what set of advertisements you want to do and what marketing campaign, right, you want to roll out. Do you think that, and one of the reasons K-pop is credited as being so successful is sort of a top-down mentality, like the mm -hmm. government stepped in and kind of subsidized and planned and helped from the... Is there any kind of model, do you think, for, for um, authorities to do that with indie music? Uh, It's tough to say, but... Yes, uh, there's, have, uh, there's no uh, uh, government's help for indie now. And I, I think Korean indie have very big potential. And if government uh, try to help in this scene, they can be a world-class band. Yeah, uh, provide some some kind of public resources, not necessarily the, the K-pop model, mm -hmm. but something to help indie bands get discovered and nurture themselves. Annie, how do you feel about K-pop? Uh, K-pop? Yeah. Um, I don't know. It's, it's weird because um, in Korea, I think... Indie music itself is actually like the opposite word of K-pop. I don't sure. know how it happened, but somehow people think that like indie music and or rock music is kind of the opposite of K-pop. So, is it adversarial? Just, <laughs> um, I don't know. Um, it depends on the music, though. But for me, K-pop is is a very you know foreign. Thing to me, yeah. If you know what I mean, foreign in the sense of it's um, a, a highly contrived form of music. Sometimes, yes. And um, actually, it's very well produced, but the way that you know it's produced is very, very weird in a sense because it's kind of like a factory. I think. Oh, it's very much a machine. You know, the the uh, comparisons between the K-pop complex and uh, Motown are, okay. are very frequent. You know, like the Barry Gordy kind of stuff where you would take a raw talent and uh, put them through their paces and work them out almost like a boot camp. And then they yes. come out like uh, completely polished uh, artists. Yes, exactly. You know, I'm not sure you could uh, have that kind of structure for an indie band and still have them, rem can, you know, preserve their indie character. Funny thing is that you know a lot of um, Korean labels, like indie labels, have that kind of similarity. Like they they would like to grow their indie artists in a way. Yeah. So you know there are for us it's we're we're kind of considered very um, I don't know how to put this but like old and like very stiff. <laughs> so, so, and they probably the people in the industry think that they can't control us, so they don't want to work with us. But you know, at at certain level, a lot of indie labels might want to control their bands in a certain way, and it's it this it has kind of like a similarity between you know K-pop and K indie labels. It's it's weird, but interesting at the same time do you feel you need a big label or is um the digital age does it give you the tools that you need to just be big on your own self-distributing um for me um there are the tools out there definitely so we're utilizing them very frequently but um the way 
you know, artists in, who are independent, who can, you know, deliver themselves, has a certain type of character, like they cover songs a lot or, you know, produce great music videos or, or you know, they do podcasts or, you know, or funny, being yeah. funny or right. like, they have certain characters that, you know, the people in the internet like. I guess when but, you start getting into video, that's when mm-hmm. you need the the big money of the production facilities to do credible video. But yes. up to that point, you know, just distributing your audio and um, doing your social media and stuff you can do on your own. It's 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 hard to, you know, to be in a in a label, that's the advantage, I think. You know, you get the push, you know, for promotion. Yeah. Hey, Jeyu, when you go out to listen to live mm-hmm. indie music, what neighborhoods do you go to? Oh, I usually go to Hongdae. Hongdae is the big concentration still. Yes. And um, do you have a, one or two bands that you're following now? Yes. Um, I am following the band, punk band Riot Kids. Riot Kids? Days. La- Riot Kids. Riot Kids. Yes. Okay. Punk band. Punk band. And uh, they sing in Korean or English? English. Really? Is yes. that the thing? If you're an indie band, you probably... Uh, is it sort of necessary to sing in English or no? Oh, no, not at all. Not at all. All right. But they choose to. Any other bands? Um, and I like Kaskar. 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 Okay. What kind of band are they? Um, they play electronic music. Electronic music, yes. sort of like trancey kind of stuff? Mm, uh, some kind of thing. All right. Annie, when you uh, head out to consume indie music, uh, what mm-hmm. kind of bands are you listening to? Uh, these days? Yeah. I listen to the Monotones. M- the Monotones. Monotones. Uh-huh. Is that spelled some different way than Monotones? Um, I don't know. M-O-N-O-T-O-N-E-S. Okay, so it looks like Monotones, but you're pronouncing it Monotones. Sorry. <laughs> uh, all right. And uh, what kind of band are they? Punk or something? No, they they are all all together. I mean, do you know the band No Brain? I don't. Uh, it's a first generation punk rock band in Korea. And like the the like the first first song you heard, Crying Nut. They were the they were at the same era, and the guitarist came out of the band and made it made this new band and. This, this Monotones guys has like rock and roll, blues, psychedelic, pop, and all jammed in together. So, and we actually helped them record their album, their first album, and it's out there and it's really, really good. Okay, I gotta write this stuff down. Monotones, and I'm gonna ask you, Ju, to repeat afterwards uh, when we get off the air. A couple of bands for me. Is Hongdae still really the only game in town, Annie, or the the main game in terms of uh, indie bands, or are there other neighborhoods to venture out into? Well, I think it depends on the music because you know definitely Hongdae is the way to go, but um, you know, like there are very subtle singer songwriter types of music. Are, in my opinion, I think it's all over in Seoul. But if you want to listen to a certain type of music like rock, uh-huh. you definitely have to go to Hongdae. Got it. Hey, Ju, if people want to hear your show, how do they uh, check it out? Um, there is a mobile application for both iPhone and Android phone. Uh, you can look it up at as Latoe Band Music. The program starts from 9 p.m. and uh, with DJs, including me, and listeners can listen to the music out of program session. Very cool. And this, it's archived as well? 
Yes. Okay, that's cool. And Annie, you guys mm-hmm. have uh, the best place to find you guys. Do you have a Lovex Stereo website? Yes, we have lovexstereo.com. Okay, that's easy enough. Well, <laughs> Annie and Jeyu, uh, thanks for bringing me up to speed on some of the Korean indie music scene. I really appreciate hearing from both of you. Thank, Thank you. you. All right, and that will bring Theory of Korea to a close today, as well as Koreascape. I'll point out just by way of uh, trivia, last year was the 20th anniversary since what is usually recognized as the beginning of the indie music scene in Korea. If you enjoyed today's show, do follow us on Facebook or Twitter at Koreascape. Our show is produced by Christina So, associate production by Jamie Lee, and writing by GP1. I'm Kurt Asian. Tune in tomorrow at 9 a.m. We'll be back to equip all you Solal vacationers with some tips about Incheon Airport. We're going to go out on a song that Annie mentioned just now. It's uh, Monotonj with Winter Song. <laughs>